welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. And you guys, if you are feeling isolated, if you're feeling like you don't have a tribe of women, like-minded people to really help you transcend from where you are right now into the person that you know you are being called to be, or maybe you're getting that soul calling and you're not quite answering it yet and it's turning more into a scream and it's starting to make you feel even more awful than the thought of facing the fear around doing that actual thing. If you're in any of these positions, you have to join me this year at The Bliss Project. It is March 2nd through the 4th in Newport Beach, California, and it is going to be a life-changing weekend. If you've been wanting to bust through your fears and really meet a like-minded tribe of people, this is exactly where you must be. If you're feeling called to this, I want you to go check it out at theblissproject.info right now. It's also in the show notes. And who is this event for? You guys, I really want to get clear on if you're feeling called to it, I want to make sure that you know what is going to go on there. So if you have always had a desire to do something big, but you've always been afraid to follow through, if you feel like you don't have the tools or the expertise to take the next step, if you wish you had that tribe of supportive people, if you're ready to take that next step into the next level, but you have no idea what that's even supposed to look like, or if you just want to feel more fully alive each day. And this is absolutely for you if you want a deeper connection and understanding in your relationships, if you want to become more fulfilled in your own job that you have right now and in daily tasks, if you want to know the true desires of your soul. And if you're ready to enjoy the journey just as much as the destination. And truly, if you are feeling called to expand your spiritual connection, we're going to be doing some incredible exercises, meditations. We have some awesome teachers who are going to come in and really give you the space to understand what that feels like for you. Because for everyone, it's so different. But to be able to do it together uh, makes you feel even more connected than you've ever felt before. So if you're interested in meditation, if you want to create a solid foundation for all of your goals and dreams to be built on, or if you just need a mental reset, a confidence booster, and to really own your own personal power. You guys, this is the place that you want to be. So there are still some tickets left, but they sell out fast. You guys in this year will be the best bliss project that we've ever done. We have a really amazing team working on it and we're adding so many more things than we have ever done in prior years because I know that when I get the opportunity to put 
epic women into a room. I want magical things there so that you guys can truly have the tools to create your own amazing transformation and experiences. And you guys, what happens there is nothing short of miraculous. So if you're ready to create your transformation, if you're ready to step in, if you're ready to have your tribe, this is where you want to be. And I hope that you join us and that I get to meet you and hug you and see you there. So theblissproject.info. Welcome back to the podcast. You guys, I'm so thrilled that you're here again. You, the listeners, mean the world to me. Thank you so much for showing up, for tagging me on Insta stories, letting me know what you've gotten out of the episodes, what podcasts are your favorite, what you want to hear. I love hearing the topics. I love how they apply in your life. I love to hear your shifts. So you guys know that you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Lori Harder and stories are such an easy way to stay in contact. And I'm always so grateful for that. So you guys today on this episode, I have Lauren Handel Zander on and she is amazing. She's the co-founder and chairwoman of Handel Group. It's an international corporate consulting and life coaching company. And when I say she coaches everyone in every single way, I mean it. And you're going to find that out on this podcast. So something that was so interesting to me was the methodology that is used to create a different culture in the corporate world is basically the exact same methodology used to create a different culture with the relationships in your life. So she really shares about how we can wake up right now and decide to be the leader. We can decide to shift our relationships and our life, our work life into a completely different culture, something that we want. And she's going to share how to do that. And I had one of the biggest takeaways, you guys, one of the biggest takeaways of a podcast because it was just so basic on something that can solve every single problem that we have with people. So stay tuned for that. It's for the end of the conversation. And you guys, she is her her methodology, the handle method is taught in over 35 universities and institutes of learning around the world, including MIT, Stanford Graduate School of Business, NYU, and the New York City public school system. She's also the author of Maybe It's You, Cut the Crap, Face Your Fears, Love Your Life, which is a no-nonsense practical manual that helps readers figure out not just what they want out of life, but how to actually get it. She spent over 20 years coaching thousands of private and corporate clients, including executives at Vogue, BASF, and AOL. Lauren has been a featured expert in the New York Times, BBC, Forbes, Women's Health, Dr. Oz, Marie Claire, and she's a regular contributor to Business Week and the Huffington Post. And you guys, I especially loved her because she's funny and she is real. <laughs> and uh, forgive my laughing through the entire episode because she was cracking me up because I just love her realistic, no-nonsense way of showing up being a human. And I just think that's so perfect because the more human that we can be in anything that we do, I truly believe the more of a magnet we are for everything that is for us. So I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. So let's get started. Lauren, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. 
Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to chat with you. You're, you're doing so many things and you have such a beautiful career. And I really believe that that stems wow. from obviously the lifestyle that you are choosing to live. And I would love for people who maybe aren't familiar with your work to share about the journey of how you started doing what you're doing and feel free to go as far back as you want, like kindergarten's fine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I once got the best compliment many years later in my life that when I was 11 and I was at a ski house with my parents and this guy's parents and I, first of all, I don't remember this weekend and I don't remember being 11, but he remembers (laughs) me because he was 16, 17 and my parents got into like covert hostility fight of some sort in front of everybody and I jumped up and made them deal with it. And he and I was funny and I, I did it. <laughs> right. And so later in life, when he saw me at some random party many years later and we recognized each other, he was like, you know, you've been doing this since like I remember a story. And I was like, because I don't remember me as that little, you know, kind of crazy renegade who wanted everybody to talk about everything and get resolved. That's immediately. amazing. Right. So rumor has it for real, there's evidence that dates back to when I was 11. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and I, and I coached my parents then. Wow. Um, but my story goes on. I was an environmental studies major. I got a degree from GW. Uh, my joke that I make is I woke up in a career I was so unhappy and not that I didn't love the cause, mm-hmm. but I didn't love the work. Mm. And the more I was saving the environment, the more I hated humans. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they are killing my trees, right? And then I had a revelation in my 20s why I was hating my job and had a great job but was hating it, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and like really was screwed, right? Because what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to love this. I work so hard for it. And then I had the revelation, um, the trees are the trees are not your problem. It's the humans, right? Oh, wow. And the humans that don't see the trees, and you're trying to save the trees and hate the humans. Mm. That's backwards. Wow. The trees will be fabulous if you can get humans to see them. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Right, and then that was 22, 23, and I, you know, and I woke up at you know working for the United Nations in the like, oh my god, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And then I pivoted into the only self-help company I knew back then. Um, Worked there for seven years. My joke is I ran away screaming and then started my own business when I was 27, 28. And really, there were no coaches, but I was like, I'd rather change one person than pretend I was saving thousands. Mm -hmm. Um, And then really start to figure out what's missing in an individual's happiness. Like, what's up? (laughs) And then I really, and then that's when you know, I really came to life. Mm. So tell me exactly what you all have going on right now, because I know that you, it, it appears that you have so many different modalities in which you love to work with people and help them shift. So I would love for you to kind of break down what that is. Absolutely. Um, okay. So we do very high end corporate work. Okay. We coach CEOs and executives. We go in and fix cultures. Mm-hmm. And and really we are the people you bring in for everything that's not getting said, not getting addressed, 
all the dynamics that no one knows how to handle that are ugly. Mm-hmm. We we really make them honest and funny, and we transform cultures. Wow. And you know, we have a, we've been doing that for a real you know for the you know ten years mm-hmm. or longer, and that rocks right. And mm-hmm. we do it for some of my most favorite industries ever. Right? It's the music industry. It's advertising. It's it's all over the place. Right? So that's mm-hmm. kind of if you're like, how does she make money? You would go, oh, it must be that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we have a life coaching business where we're working with individuals, right? Like help you figure out your dreams, figure out what you want in your life. Oh, you need to get divorced. Oh, you need to lose 30 pounds. Oh, you hate your career. You know, like whatever your issue is, the method goes into an individual's life and teaches you how to take over your inner dialogue and really start to deal with your own integrity, so you're true to yourself and and you learn how to actually keep promises that you want to keep in your life. Mm-hmm. So that's individuals. And I profoundly care about people finding love. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's I work on we work on Match.com. We do webinars. We've been there for years um, and we're teaching, you know, the you know, a whole a whole silo of content on mm-hmm. how to find the one, how to understand your patterns and how to break them Wow! when it comes to your sex life. And then we even teach a whole world on um, sex, mm-hmm. right? Like no one knows how to talk about it. And so it's called awkward mm-hmm. and, um, and it's all about going there, mm-hmm. like really going there for men, for women, for men with men, for women with women. Like it's like, wee <laughs> it's a it's a wild frontier because no one's comfortable. Maybe a comedian, right? <laughs> yeah. And right, maybe. And um, and so that's our personal coaching division. And then um, we have a sports division where we honestly are working with a variety of NFL, ice skaters, Olympians, retired people, right? Like, so again, I care very deeply about the happiness and the ability to excel. Mm. Like, how is that person having it? So there's all of that. That's true on that website. Um, And then education, right? So education is where I give it all back. Um, I am not making any money in education. I pay to do that. But we, you know, teach in foster care, like kids, you know, that are 18 years old and coming out of it and what to, how to address their life. Mm. And we go into inner city schools and I teach designing your life to 10th graders and we go into universities and we, you know, so we're all over the place in business school. So I have a whole division devoted to teaching. Mm. Okay. And right. So there's so much, you're right. No, I love it though, because I'm guessing, I have a feeling that at the end of the day, you kind of found that human line through all of it. So that's kind of what I'm wondering right now is between working with people so intimately talking about, you know, finding love and just working through different um, issues they may have with sex or sexuality or whatever that looks like to talking to people, you know, high end corporate work. What's something that you find? Because I know going into, um, you know, going into corporate America or whatever you're doing and whatever you're teaching can be completely buttoned up, completely suppressed. It kind of some, you know, some of it makes you basically not be a human. So how do you go in and kind of break down those walls to start talking about these topics of happiness in a place that's all about kind of like, you know, not showing that you are human? No one would hire us if they're trying to stay buttoned up. Yeah. 
Mm. We don't we don't come in with our buttoned up. You know, I I swear I have my feathers in from Burning Man. <laughs> right. So I'm not right. Like, you know, I ain't no bad party girl, but right. but seriously. Right. I am not disguised. Mm-hmm. OK. And so um, whoever's hiring us uh, really is meditating or believes in it or is open to it, right? They're really, mm. they're really looking for an edge. So a place where we do incredibly well is in um, San Francisco, mm. right? So high-end techies that really want to have a full life, mm-hmm. right? You know, even the most, the fanciest, you know, investors, company, like we're all over the place, but it's someone who thinks that doing something really deep and interesting and self-discovery is the way to actually make a lot more money and be happy, right? So, so people believe in what we're doing, but we're not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So what's something that you see? So you go in for the day. Yes. Let's just say you go in for yeah. the day or however long that takes. Yeah. How, where do the shifts begin for people? How do you even start? What does that look like? In okay, the, you know so what I mean? much fun. <laughs> it's, so literally, we are coming for the dirt. Yeah. If we are going to interview and we get hired, we will not come in unless we're working for the boss boss. Got it. Right. I take the CEO. Right. So someone high level Mm -hmm. like takes the CEO and then someone who's coaching the team. You know, my joke is gets the children. Right. So I get the parent. They get the kids. Right. So. (laughs) okay, I'm not kidding. Right. And so I take or the queen bee, or whatever you want to call that, the creator, right? Who's usually a, a, a bag of tricks, okay? <laughs> and they know it, and they want better for their people, or they want more money, or they want more effective, they want it, and they're willing to take us. The first thing we're doing is we're doing an entire assessment of the gossip, mm. right? We're coming for everything no one's allowed to say. He doesn't email me back. This happened. That we and they they literally like tell him everything because I'm gonna he's gonna he or she who brought us in is gonna be accountable for changing the culture. So when we sit down and do that interview, we go if three people say something, it has to be you know no one can get in trouble and it has to be a theme in the division. Mm. So so all of a sudden for the first time ever, gossip and telling on each other is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And no one's getting in trouble because we're saving all of you people, mm-hmm. right? And everyone's coming for everyone. Ba- everyone's bad traits. Mm-hmm. And bad traits are not bad. They're just what they are, right. right? You don't call people back. You get scared. You give 12 ideas and then you don't follow through on it. I understand. One out of every six is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Everybody chased all other five. <laughs> You're that person, right? That's mm-hmm. your trait. You know this, right? So we're coming to fix everything and teach you how to stop it all or change it all. Mm-hmm. And everybody's a yes, as long as they're not going to get in trouble and they can all get told on. So then what happens is, is we get, we, we, we do what's called the findings report. And what happens immediately is I've been getting that CEO prepared to hear all the bad news mm-hmm. and getting them to even face what is the bad news that they bet they're going to hear. And what's between them and being happy themselves and what do they think of all their people and all their bad news that they're delivering or not delivering or they know they're a jerk and whatever. So what happens in the corporate method is within a month, that CEO or president or vice president, whoever's running the division, is going to do what we say is a mea copa. 
mm-hmm. right, where they're going to own every last dark thing that's been going on mm-hmm. and truly apologize and promise to do something about all of it because the fixes are 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 not are so much easier than everybody living with the dark side mm-hmm. right and perpetuating it in their own ways mm-hmm. and so within a month we change a culture wow right it's 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 and then we get to real work which is what are we all up to do you have the job you want do you like what you're doing oh we got them and then we could deal with all the details of how people really need to be effective, mm. right? And manage their time and how to run a, you know, and then we could do all the harder knowledge mm-hmm. that the soft was screwing up. Mm. Oh, you're giving me so many ideas. I, I just have a small business and I know a lot of people are as far as a, a small team, but even then I have learned so much in the last five years about what it looks like to create a culture. So even though there's like six people on my team, it's like, it's really, a culture. Yeah, it's definitely a culture. And, <laughs> and it starts with me. <laughs> it really does. Oh, and I think of oh, all of honey. the women and all of the people who are on here right now thinking, okay, well, how can I translate this into something smaller? And, you know, sometimes it is, it, it's really can be a scary thing at first to be like, okay, you know, looking into what it is that we're doing wrong because we're like, yeah, but we have so many excuses. Like, yeah, but we're so busy. Nobody cares. Like, (laughs) it's like, what can you do on a, what can we do on a small level to kind of create this culture? When are we going to take the first steps? The the same as that is kind of like letting everybody share how they feel. How do you get a smaller culture, not be afraid to share how they feel? Um, so, so the, the kind of joke I can make to get you to get it is you can never ask a question if you're not willing to answer it, right? Mm-hmm. So if I ask you, when, when did you lose your virginity, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, you're, like, you can even turn it right around and go, no, when did you lose yours? I'm not telling you until you tell me yours, mm-hmm. right? So you wouldn't bring up a subject unless you were going to tell, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. And so, so, what so when you want people to talk about something, you tell first right? You self-deprecate first. You come with your own. So I'm thinking that our culture isn't exactly as I want it. And I'm thinking it's a little cold because I'm always running late. Like, do you think like, and if I was really going to change the culture and I really want a culture of that, it's fun and it's family, you know, and then before you know it, everyone that like, what do you think's up with our culture? How does it feel to you? Mm-hmm. Right. So if you tell on yourself first and it's not scary and you even are a little honest and cruel and straight up, it makes it very safe for the other person to say what they think. And you can also make it safe for them to go, listen, I'm just I'm totally listening. You can say anything right now. I'll say the worst thing. So you feel comfortable and you're not going to get in trouble. I really want to fix this. What do you think we could do? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. This sounds a whole lot like relationships as well. (laughs) Um, If you notice the same species is in the room, (laughs) whether you're sleeping with them or not. (laughs) I'm like, this is pretty much just like life 101. But how beautiful because we've been, I feel like, uh, you know, I was never really thoroughly in corporate America, but my husband was. And I just remember Uh from the outside in, it was like, 
not, it, it was so like, you're not working on a human level. It, it just felt so robotic. And even the brief time I spent in it, it was like, don't be a human. Don't show your emotions, especially I feel like being female. It was like, I just was trying to sh- not be vulnerable, not show that I, you know, was maybe had a soft side or anything like that. So this is really beautiful that I think it's shifting. And especially these companies that are really blazing trails right now and doing amazing things are creating cultures like this. I also think that, um, you, so, so imagine that I do coach in stuffy cultures. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is true. I have been around some of the stuffiest cultures in town. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That, that are, ex- but someone like an individual brought me in. Mm-hmm. Okay. To, you know, and now, but that, so what you, what no one understands is that if you're willing to be the outlier, like, like actually start to laugh, bring coffee, do the, like change, anyone can change any culture, mm. right? Hey, everybody, like anyone can scream, Hey, everybody in uh, over those cubicles does anybody want to come to lunch right like the like the big have you ever been in a restaurant where you know you have to change the energy in the restaurant have you ever like been in a room like that for sure (laughs) right so if if you really understand what it is to lead like that anyone could wake up and decide they're the leader Mm. then what you really wake up and decide is it's alchemy right Mm. like however you're acting you get back however you could like anything's possible Right. And, and people are not creating and going on the offense, not offensive, but on the offense, they really like everyone just kind of gets in line, mm-hmm. right? Like plays the sheep, not the woohoo, we're out of here. Come on, everybody. Like mm-hmm. I will, I can be in a music industry offices and it's stiff as a board. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I will walk like I refuse, like I will smile. I will say hello. I will go, Ooh, look at that baby. Right. Like it can change at any moment. And so I, I also want to accuse all the, all the, all my girls who are listening that you have so much more power than you think if you're in a stuffy culture and it doesn't take much to figure out how to shift the culture. So right. What, what are some things that you would say to someone who's like, okay, yeah, but that's really scary or just what, what's something that you do to kind of work yourself up to getting into that place of being leader? And number one, I just want to say how freaking awesome that quote is that anyone can decide to wake up and be the leader because it really is that it's just that decision. Right. But back it to, really is back to that question of like, what, what can we start thinking of to really understand that we do have the power? Because in a lot of people's minds, right, they have that powerless mindset. So how can we start shifting that to know that we can do this? Uh, start small. Like, so there's always a gradient, right? Like, what are you willing to do? Mm. Right. I'm willing. So if culture is the level of connectedness and how people interact, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that the culture is stiff, right? So stiff means there's not a lot of interaction unless, you know, speak when spoken to, mm-hmm. right? Like wait till you're like head down, right? There's no music playing, right? Everybody's wearing these outfits, mm-hmm. right? It looks, right? Um, I remember, and I really have done this many times, <laughs> right? Is no one's asked if they can change their clothing in their office. Like, are we allowed to wear this kind of, like, can I not? <laughs> like, especially, especially men, 
mm-hmm. right? Like there are no clients coming in. There is no need. Like, so I remember that I had, and he was high level banking, but no, but no real reason not to. Mm-hmm. And was he a, like, if I dyed my hair and, and I'm talking COO level, mm-hmm. okay. Of really, right. Am I allowed to like dress as I want? And if I did my hair with a, with some cut, like, am I allowed? And his boss looked at him and he's like, I think so. <laughs> like, yeah. like he had like, what? And he was like, huh? Uh-huh. And he's like, and if I wear a button down, do you care if I don't wear a tie? And can I loose Like, can I just be corporate attractive? Right. Like, <laughs> can great. I just like, can I loosen this game up a little? Yeah. The entire, within six months, the whole office was normal. Wow. Just like, can I bring more of me? What does that look like? It's just asking. Nobody asks. Nobody asks, everyone gets in line and then everyone complains pretty much. Oh, wow. And then, and then it, it may be true. Don't you ever sit down, right? It may mm-hmm. be that extreme, but it really, it's very hard for me to imagine the business that's going to tell you, even the hospital you work in as a doc, like it's just not true anymore. Mm-hmm. And it really requires someone stepping up. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing you could do, I, I mean, I remember coaching my brother who works in a huge power company, right? And a very successful guy. And, and I was like, his Matthew, like, like your culture is stiff because you're not leaving it. You're not bringing any fun to it. Mm. I, that doesn't mean dr- happy hour, mm-hmm. right? I don't need you drunk, right? But like, can <laughs> you, can you, can you take someone out for lunch? Can you, can you organize like, uh, like a hike, right? Like you could do anything, Right. Like come back with a list of ideas like, you know, no one's leading, even if they're the leader. Mm-hmm. And it is it's like because they not they didn't ask themselves the question. And then if you ask them the question and then you see and then you get past your nerves and you have the balls to go do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you do it. What you find out it is those are your greatest moments when you stuck your neck out, tried something different and went for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love and, that. What are some of your favorite ways to connect people? Um, You know, most people, like I make people network and go have coffees and go make friends, right? I am shocked. Like once people finish college or end up where they end up or they have the family or the friends they've had, Mm -hmm. they like really are not willing to go stick their little neck out and make 10 more friends. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Right. And, and they don't get the bad joke, which is those people want new friends too, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like it's not, it's like everyone in the elevator could really have a conversation, but everybody's pretending they're not paying attention to each other, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I don't know if it's vital that everybody ignore each other, mm-hmm. right? It's a good question, right? Who wants to and who doesn't? So, mm-hmm. so what I do is I get a person in their dream. Like when I get someone, because I break in the book or in any of my programs, I break life out into 12 different areas. So you have to confront each area fully of what's your vision or dream. Mm. Because what happens is, is people are so, you know, consumed with their family, they forgot the area of friendships. Mm. Or they're so consumed with their career and money, they forgot to really deal with their love life or their body. Mm-hmm. And so when I make a person really, and, or, con- you know, community contributing in the world at large, Right. Like, right. So when you get a person to start to face all their dreams, 
right, then you can start to help them figure out the right actions so they're not staying in there. Like, well, I excel here, but I leave these four areas for dead, mm. right? So it starts to get a person to think wholly about themselves. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about your, your uh, recent book. What, why are you most excited about it? Um, okay. Why I am most excited about it is, oh, I never wrote a book, but I taught courses. I've trained coaches. I like, I've done everything, but put it in a book. Right. (laughs) And I have, and I have at least 10 books of content, right? It isn't like I have one on parents. I have love, like I have all these books, but I, I never believed that I could give a book to someone. They could read the book and it would change their life as much as get like sit in that chair. Right. And I don't want to waste my goodies with like something I don't think works. So here's what I love about the book. (gasps) It works. (laughs) I swear it works. If you actually sit down and do it and you actually do it, Mm. the person who comes back to me who read my book and tells me what, like, tells me back me Mm -hmm. actually changed and got it. Mm. And that is a miracle. I swear that's a miracle. I don't give books that much credit. Mm. Isn't that awesome to just have all your (laughs) stuff and be like, hey, oh, that question, refer to the book. Go look in the book. That's in the book. (laughs) It really is like how to resolve your history with like a chapter on how to resolve your history with your parents and really Mm. forgive and accept and figure out where conditional never work. Like, like the whole understanding of how to let your parents die in peace or if they're already dead, Mm. right? Well, how to, how to really come to terms with it, how to deal with the voices in your head, how to even understand what they're doing for a living, right? And how to navigate all of it. That's like a huge starting point, I feel like. Do you feel like that is like the place where everybody kind of, we kind of go back to and get stuck is we're not dealing with our past or with those past beliefs? Is that what you're finding? You can't even hear, people don't even know what they say to themselves all day long. They can't even, you can't, if you cannot admit what your inner dialogue is doing, what it does when it looks in the mirror, what it does when it picks what to eat in the fridge, Mm. when it does what it does to your boss, like the amount no one knows what they're doing and saying in there. And then they play stupid to like, (laughs) what, why am I here? Why am I still dating this guy? Right. Right. Like that is, Mm. you know. That is where I wake a human up, right? Like you gotta wake up. This is you picked everything in your life. Okay, not your parents. Okay, I got it. But I'm, you know, by the time I'm done with you, you might as well have figured out you picked them too. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. I, I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, yep, I picked my parents. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, and I'm so grateful for that. So, <laughs> and I love my parents, but you know, we've been through that whole emotional thing. So, of course, yeah. That's really, really. I find that it so. I think my biggest question is that kind of what you do even in corporations? Like, is that, do you go Mm -hmm. all the way back to that? Because again, we're dealing with humans. I, we, oh my God. Like if you go, what cured a problem between, so we have, you know, we were in a fortune, like we were in a fortune 500 company. It was in procurement, right? It was, Mm. it right. And it was too, you know, Europe, America hating each other. We were brought in to fix that relationship. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And, and really an insane amount of money was on the line and someone could get fired and no every, and there were wars going on between the two worlds. Like, Oh Oh, my God. 
Okay. Wow. Um, is it true that that man that I coached um, went back to his father and had to deal with forgiving him for what he never forgave him for? And did that connect to how to make it work with this guy who reminded him of everything his father was? Mm. Oh, yeah. That's exact, and if you go, that guy will tell the story, right? Like, he can't believe, and he had never connected the dots why he was fighting this other human, right? And what it, what it was triggering in him, mm. right? And who that, who that, who that guy from, from, you know, Germany was, right? Wow. And it, it was, it was awesome. And does that make sense? So the yes. answer is I'm allowed to go everywhere okay. in a person's life. And I, and I am told, and we know that the only place we don't go, um, unless they give permission is their sex life. Mm -hmm. CHR and everything going on on earth right now. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever been, uh, in front of something, an issue, a web that you felt like was so big, you didn't know where to begin, or do you guys kind of run along a set of tracks that kind of always brings you to the place that you want to end up? Truth telling is not that complicated. Yeah. It really isn't. And it's always who's lying about what or not taking responsibility because they're not dealing with what. Mm. Right. And, or who's got to go and who's protect, like, it's not that advanced. Right. Wow. It's really so, not. Wow. That was so simple. Like, honestly, I just went through everything in my life and every place I've ever worked and all the people that have ever worked for me. And I could have solved a whole slew of problems a lot quicker if number one, I was ready to hear the truth or I was ready to ask for the truth or yep. <laughs> we were ready to sit belly bell to belly yeah. and just kind of own all of our stuff. It's so funny. And you, and you have to be able to break up. Yeah. Right. So if you're, if you're keeping someone because they do these three great things and you're tolerating these four very crappy things. And if you ever pushed on those four, you'd lose the person. Yeah. So again, people get attached for the goodies they're getting and then they tolerate stuff that gets them later. So how do we know when it's time to go or when it's time for them to not be in our lives anymore? Hmm. Um, what, what I, I'll tell you the real thing I do, right? So mm -hmm. if I knew you a little better, I would be able to go the characteristics of a person that, that is most important for you. Like yeah. what's most important for me is different than what's most important for you. Yeah. We may have obviously trust, respect, right? Like there's the basics. Right. But, but what I would do is, um, and I do this with executives is I get to know them a little and then I make a list of, do you think they're brilliant? Do you think they're street smart? Do you think they're fun to be with? Mm. Do you like talking to them? Do you trust them? Do you think they do a work? Are they anal? Are they slot? Like, like, I do a list of traits yeah. and then I ask you to rate that person honestly. And if there's anything under an eight on a scale of one to 10, anything under an eight, like a real solid, good to great. Yeah. Right. Explain. Mm. And then everything that you have to explain or that's a five, right. Or mm -hmm. a four, right. Right. You're going to have to contend with, and it starts to explain your pattern. You'd be amazed wow. at your pat, right? Like you'll see your whole pattern of what you tolerate and what you pick for, right? Because then you can see all the things that has kept them around and what you consider an eight, nine, or 10. Hmm. And then what you're tolerating is seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hmm. 
right? And why you are cool with that because you hired all of it. So everything in your life, you right, especially the boss, especially me, mm. right, is always accountable for the minions, right? Like everything around me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is so interesting. So does that go for uh, applying when you are hiring someone? And I'm going to use the word hiring and also for like bringing new friends and people into your life. Um, so whether you're hiring for a business or whether you're bringing new people into your life, do you look more now at like their energy and the feeling that they bring? Or do you look more at, oh, this person's great with this or they could really fill in this gap for me? Or how do you kind of look at that holistically when you're maybe bringing someone into a team or into your life? I, at this point, you know, so what, what's most important is to look back through your past and really know what works best with you, mm. right? So I really know that I need someone who's fun, like fun, funny, <laughs> likes to crack a joke, plays, like, like happy-go-lucky, mm-hmm. but a wild overachiever, mm. like, like borders on OCD, right like Mm. like are you nuts like to the point where I have to tell them to stop working Mm. right you're only like in my company we have promises and we have promises right like everyone knows their good and bad traits and everyone's promises honestly are clear to everybody Mm. okay Mm. and so if I tell you about Lori who's one of my co-presidents who's running the life coaching business you know we have to, she is not allowed to work Hmm. on weekends, right? She is not allowed, right? Like she has to go play with her kids, right? She has three of them, right? Like, so, so, but she's that girl that would like obsess over every last email, Hmm. right? So, so we're, so that really works for me. Someone who will follow rules, who's funny and who really wants to overachieve that I can make have a great life by relaxing, right? Like we, we design it. So that's, and then because that's my brand, like that really works with me because I'm also not going to overmanage you, mm-hmm. right? I'm also, I'm not someone who's like, you tell me what you think you should do. Okay. Bring it to me on Tuesday. Okay. Don't be late. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so there really is my style and, and, and then there's really different divisions and each division leader better know their nature and their style for hiring and their what works about them and what sucks about them so that you can pick someone and tell the truth. So that person really picks you. So the culture immediately goes into the fun of we all know each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I'm so all about that. When you describe that person, I'm like, that would be my idea. That's like my ideal person just in life in general. <laughs> I, <laughs> fun is I like agree. my number one trait. So that's why I'm like probably laughing my head off at everything you're saying. I'm like, yeah. I love this woman. Um, <laughs> so what recharges you? Because you, I, I can only imagine what it takes to run a company like this, but you know, sometimes it's in the extremes that we really have to figure out what we need to take for us in order to show up in the way that we want. So for you, what does it look like when you know you need to recharge and what do you do to recharge? Okay. So I am not someone who needs to recharge, not because I'm overworking, yeah. And I don't need to recharge, but I'm, you, you know, I went to my trainer this morning with my husband. Mm-hmm. I, um, am sitting on my bed right now. My kids know to be quiet cause I'm on this <laughs> like, and my evening activities will be dinner and painting. Mm-hmm. Like I paint, I can, 
right? So I, you know, like I paint, I wake up early and paint. Like I have a, I only go into the city two days a week, mm-hmm. right? Because I love sitting with clients. I don't need to sit with them. We could do Google Hangouts. I could run my company, like all my corporate like all my running my own business happens in my car ride. I love driving my car, right? Mm-hmm. Twice a week, right? So I, everyone in my company really gets to design how they're happy and no one's doing anything they don't want to do. I mean it, mm-hmm. including me. Yeah, I love that. Is there anything in your life right now <laughs> that you feel like needs completion? Maybe something that's feeling like an open loop or something that you're ready uh, to kind of close up? I... Um, I mean, my biggest challenge this year is to care, to care, mm. right? Cause whatever I care about, I love, I do. Mm-hmm. So to really care about going to the next level with my business, mm-hmm. like, where is it digitally? Like, what am I doing? Because everybody's very happy and enjoys, like, we're all good. Mm-hmm. But that's very like, but someone actually yesterday called me a mom and pop, like you're going to end up a mom and pop shop, mm-hmm. like a great one, Lauren, if you don't mm-hmm. figure like you're the leader in the, you're the leader in the industry. And mm-hmm. if you don't figure out how to go to the next, next, next level, and you don't have that kind of organized in your mind, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not going to get there. Right. And I'm like, no, I won't get there if I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll think about it. <laughs> so that's Okay. You're right. What am I going to do? Okay. So that's, so that's like, so my challenge is about, um, what I can't even remember the word <laughs> caring more about going no to the caring, level. but it really okay. is. No, no. It's, it's so funny. That's so funny. I can't remember the word scale. I couldn't remember oh, like yes. about scaling. Ha, 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 ha. Bad joke. See? Can't even remember the word. <laughs> I'm like okay. that all the time. So I'm, you're in good company. Yeah. So that, so that's, that's the only thing that's rubbing me funny. Mm. Other than that, you know. So for yeah. that, that brings up another question. I think especially for women, it's like in order to go and care about that thing that could take us to the next level or to care enough to be pulled by our soul to the next level, we yeah. have to care about something else less. About Typically, it's like something that's taking up a lot of space or something that is not for us to care about anymore, something maybe we need to delegate, something we need to let go of. Is there something that you need to release and care less about in order to care more about where you're going? Maybe Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Honest answer, right? <laughs> Right. It's like, if I don't figure out this answer, like, so the right thing you're saying, right, mm. which nails me and give, puts me in my own method is, oh, if I didn't get to watch my Netflix until I actually spent some hours, like, you know, between six and seven, you know, three times a week, actually sit and kind of think about this and what yeah. do I want to do, mm-hmm. right? That would be, you know, Hold mm. off some Netflix, right? Ha, ha, ha. For real, um, though, you just nailed me, yeah. too. Like, I'm like, wow, I do have, where I, when I'm like, <laughs> I have no time. I'm like, okay, I have this little bit of time right here. <laughs> but I'm yeah. using it for something else. <laughs> right. Oh. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's yes. So I, it's, um, and I, I don't, and I still think I can invent it and have my painting and sitting on my bed. And like, I don't think the next answer is going to actually take anything away Mm -hmm. because once upon a time when I was in my twenties, you know, it was, 
wildly amazing and so much to have, you know, 20 clients Mm -hmm. and, and no employees. Right. And now I have 60 employees and 30 clients and it doesn't feel like I, you know, my, my life and three kids and a marriage, right. I don't feel like time is kicking my butt. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel like I'm getting so much better at understanding time. Mm -hmm. So what inspires you and what do you tell people who are like, I'm just not motivated. I'm not excited about life. Um, the person who just said that and believes what they just said Mm -hmm. is let is, is with, has a runaway dark inner dialogue. Mm -hmm. And, and, and you can bet that whatever actions they're taking and thoughts they're allowing, like, so your thoughts lead to your actions, Mm -hmm. right? If you have a thought, I'm so sad and exhausted, then you go, go to the gym. Right. And the answer is no, I can't go. Right. (laughs) Like, right watch more Netflix. Right. So (laughs) you'll, you know, you deserve it. It's hard to be you. Right. Um, so, you know, we break in right there and start to teach you how to take over your inner dialogue Mm -hmm. so that you're telling yourself what you feel and what you want to feel connected to taking the right actions. Mm -hmm. Right. If, if you're not ready to break in on your own mainframe and start to like do that, Mm-hmm. You, you know, so be it. It's your mother's fault. It's the weather. It's the, like, it will be, it'll be left up to the circumstances, mm-hmm. right? This, the work I do has you take over that you are causing all circumstances. Mm. So what have been, you have any favorite books? Just maybe three top I, favorite books. I'm like a Tom Robbins junkie. <laughs> so when, um, so still life with woodpecker is still one of my mm-hmm. most favorite books. If, if there was only like one self-help book you had to read, yeah, right. Ever, you know, and please don't mind the chauvinisticness that's still located in it. It really is think and grow rich, mm. right? So taking over the mind and, and understanding him is pretty cool. Mm. And, you know, though I'm a competitor, I really, <laughs> right. I'm not really, I'm not really, but like, I really do bow down to that thing. Mm. And then I would say my, the guy who teaches me spirituality mm-hmm. and, um, and is my favorite is a guy named Neville Goddard. Okay. And he wrote the power of awareness. Goddard. I'm writing these down. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and he, right now he has this um, audio book called Feeling is the Secret. And it's like 20 minutes. And I listen to I literally listen to it every time I take a shower. Mm. And it gets me. It's one of my rituals where I dream and think about lots of things for my clients, for what I'm doing. For Like it's my favorite. And it talks about the, the subconscious and the conscious and how to create reality and take over your inner dialogue in his language. And it's rock and roll to me. Wow. Okay. I'm literally going to download that in between this and my next podcast and listen. Okay. And just so you know, there's one that the last, the guy, the cover that you want is the guy who's flipping over backwards. Right. And it's something, something McCoy, right? Get that cover. And I swear to, to, I swear I I never get enough of that. (laughs) Woo. That, that stuff is dope okay for, amazing uh, that's dope. happening okay i'm that's super dope. excited thanks for this conversation because that just gave me something amazing <laughs> okay i love yeah. hearing about what high level people like what what lights them up so thanks for sharing that okay if Absolutely. you had a billboard and it just had one message 
And it was the only thing that you could write, just one simple message on this billboard uh, at the end of your lifetime that you would leave on the planet for the rest of eternity, Mm. what would it say? Stop thinking you need to lie. Wow. Like all you, like no lying and lying. It's, and if you understood what it was to be true to yourself, you would never lie again. You would never fake it for anybody. You would never pretend you would be the person you are. And you would understand that that's the crucible. That's the way to learn the, it like burns you in the right. Please stop lying humanity. It's the worst thing that we do. Wow. That's so beautiful. You literally just gave me a picture of when you're who you are, everything that's not for you clears out and everything that's for you can come. Like I just yeah. like a magnet. That's so beautiful. Yay. Oh, thank you so much for that. Where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Cause I just want more of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, that's awesome. Um, I, we, I'm it's So I'm Lauren Zander, Lauren mm-hmm. Zander, and I'm at the Handel group, uh, Handel group.com. H A N D E L group G R O U P dot com. And, um, we have a great newsletter that I, every, I, I hear every word, right. I'm putting like, so we have a great newsletter. We, you know, lots of free things, you know, teleseminars and all ways you can find us and, and have us under, you know, from the most, like from get your own coach to groups to anything. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. We're working very hard to make it available. Mm. Any last thing you want to leave the audience with that you didn't talk about that maybe you wanted to? Um, I love my inner you. Inner you is a digital um, 10 hours of the method, like where I tell every story on myself. I'm hysterical. I teach (laughs) you how to do the entire process. You'll hear everything, right? And it's 10 sessions with me. and And then you can get in a group, you can meet people, you can get to a coach. It's all in a very cheap rate, really. Mm. Right. And, and you, you know, it's just, it's the best thing I have going. That's really worth doing. If you're willing to do the work, if you're not willing to do the work, don't, don't come near us. I'll, we'll, we'll make it worse for you. Cause then you'll feel, you'll feel guilty that you're not doing the work, (laughs) but that you're not doing it. Don't come near us. It's terrible. (laughs) And is that at the website or is that a separate no, that's totally at the website. Okay, so look awesome. for an inter- interview. Okay. Interview. It's awesome. Amazing. And I always end on one last question, but it might be similar yeah. to your other answer. Let's see. We'll find out. Um, okay. Okay. So you are, well, first of all, let me just acknowledge you quick in the work that you're doing in the world, because I love that you are bringing yourself into this work, which just gives people, just allows them to be completely unapologetic to have them do the same because you are like a magnet when you are you and you start by you showing up that way. So thank you so much for showing up in such a big way so that other people can do that too. Yes. Just so you know, I really do teach at, you know, at the GSB Stanford, you know, business school with my, with my feathers in my hair. And that's why I love it. Okay. Like they, they definitely, and they know, and they hired me. Okay. So don't you dare blame being a fly in your freak flag. Okay. I love that. Okay. (laughs) That like makes me so excited just where everything is going. That's so exciting. Um, Okay. So last question. And that is if you were on an elevator ride with someone, it's only like 30 seconds, they're a total stranger, and they look over at you and ask you, how can I make myself happy? What do you say? 
Hmm. Um, well, if when I have really 30 seconds with someone, yeah, I, I really go, what's the promise you're currently not making that if you actually made it and kept it would change your life? Mm. Wow, that's laser. That's amazing. Oh, thank you so much for being <laughs> on this podcast. I'm so grateful. And you guys, if you loved this podcast as much as I did, make sure you share it with your friends. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye.